0: Sports Talk, where your no voice words. counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 <laughs> WKOK. I mean, now, this... from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Is this the way the entire <laughs> week is going to go? I mean,
1: that I can promise you, no. That was, that was that was actually a computer glitch. There's a lot of blame going around here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we had a first down. No. No. I can't use that excuse this time. I mean, you, you got f- I got f- three
0: and a half more days of this with you. <laughs> <laughs> d- I mean you're trying to break down every p- conceivable play in the game in your head already. I'm trying to do a show <laughs> which I'm contractually obligated to do. You are not an employee of the Eagles. So for a couple of yaya's, why don't you do this show? We can try it, sure. I hear no conviction there at all. All right. (laughs) Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home, light business, business. RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be, bundles. They'll do everything they can to save you money, so important, while making sure you're fully insured, so important. All with the pros, pros of Purdy Insurance. Market Street and Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 Humble's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. I cannot guarantee that this won't happen without a hitch because we're having a slight concentration problem on the board today and every day this week. But our play-by-play call of the day: Jacksonville can set their sights likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. Outside, he's going to. And they call it on the defense. Unbelievable. Uh, that, that is unbelievable. Al Michaels, Tony Dungy. Now, Al has been, um, I guess, getting some blowback on a low key quote performance along with uh, Tony Dungy and he referred to the criticism as internet compost which is fine to me Al Michaels is Al Michaels He's one of the best ever. so. And Fox, by the way. Well, that's right. You don't have to worry about it. Fox has your game on Saturday night. Correct. You yes. Want, you don't have you to worry about that. you will be sitting in the stands. Do you wear face paint at the games?
1: <laughs> uh, no, that that I don't do. So
0: no face paint.
1: No, um, I'm not a face paint kind of guy. Eagles hat. Oh, yeah. I'll have the, everything else on. I'll, have my, I'll likely have my winter hat on, my Jalen Hurts jersey I just got for Christmas, my Eagles winter coat. Um, I'll have my Eagles hoodie underneath that. I'll probably have my Eagles socks on with probably two or three other socks because it'll be a little chilly but not terribly cold. So, well, I talked uh, to your. Yeah. I talked
0: to your dad. I'm a little concerned about your tickets. They appear to be at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, no, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Yeah. I, I. I know they're close. No. Close,
1: but we'll be all right.
0: So you're going to wear your Jalen Hurts jersey. Correct. With a winter coat over it, so nobody will be able to see it.
1: No, nah, but that's okay. I, I've, Eagle... I'm debating about putting the jersey on top of the winter coat because some fans do that, but I don't want to stretch out the jersey too much. But I'll put the jersey on top of the sweatshirt, but mm-hmm. it's still, I'm still going to need something on top because it's going to be about 40 at kickoff from the weather forecast I'm seeing.
0: hmm. Well, let's see. Was it Saturday night? Yeah. Let's see. Now here it's going to be thirty-six Saturday for a high. Philly's always warmer. Wind gusting to fifteen. Ooh, boy. And you're going to have a, a knit cap?
1: Yes, I have a I have a Super Bowl fifty two Eagles uh winter hat that I will be wearing.
0: Wow, that's old. Um so Does not smell like mothballs? Does it? No. Okay. I'm just. A- I'm asking for. Friends. I I I'm take just, care. I like some other people.
1: I take care of my Super oh, Bowl is and, it, and that championship was a, gear. That
0: was a shot at the suit, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he may do the same thing. I
1: I've just seen other people, and this is not just Eagle fans. This is anybody who have championship gear. And then like after a couple of days it looks like it it looks like a like an old rag. Like you got to take care of that stuff. Not every day you win a championship. You got to preserve that clothing with care.
0: I don't have championship clothing. Now I do have quote some championship hardware, but I'll leave it at that. Comes with the job, right? Yes, which is no offense. It's actually pretty cool. All right, so, <laughs> so you're like, yeah, yeah, not it's, bad. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. So that's what you've got. So, so do you expect the Giants fans there to wear like garb from from the four Super Bowls they've won, or uh,
1: they probably will. It wouldn't be shocking. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to choose from. You have some that have those varsity jackets that have all the Super Bowls in the one. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah, see, I, you might see, see a couple of them. See, that's one thing
0: that's cool about the Eagles organization. I mean, you really, I mean, there's only one choice. All right, so. Um... <laughs> F-O-U-L-E-D. That's spelled out. <laughs> Could be worse, could be the Lions or the Browns. Or the Vikings. Or the Vikings, <laughs> yeah, the Vikings. Vikings have been there four times. There have been other times they've been the number one seed and having one. Jeez. Not good. They've always had the Vikings' problem has always been bad timing. Um, they played the Ra- Raiders right when it was the Raiders' peak. They played the Steelers right when the Steelers were getting rolling. Um, you know, they played, and then they played Kansas City when Kansas City was actually the better, more experienced team, and just because the Vikings had the NFL label. Oh yeah, no, and they played the Dolphins when the Dolphins were going for the second straight Super Bowl, and we ended up going what twenty-six and two over two years. Yikes! Okay, so the timing for the most part's been bad. The first time they played in it, they had the NFL label, and the Chiefs were the far more superior team in experience and in talent, especially a quarterback. No offense, Joe Cap, but Lenny Dawson's a better quarterback. Um, I think the Eagles are pretty much in the same boat. When they played the Raiders, the Raiders were the better team. Uh, You know, everybody can talk about Dick Vermeil. Dick's a great coach. Okay, he's a great coach, but the Raiders are more talented.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's totally fair.
0: They just were better, right? When the Eagles played the Patriots, the Patriots were better, and I thought the Eagles gave them a great game. I now, you know maybe if Terrell Owens is completely healthy, you know not not playing on one leg. Okay, you know maybe manage the clock a little better in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but but that's still but it's still the Patriots are the better team at that point. They're just better. And then when the Patriots beat the, when the Eagles beat the Patriots in Minneapolis, you, know, you really think back on it, the Eagles were the better team. Yeah, I know that you're going with Nick Foles at quarterback and you're not and there's nobody in their right mind is gonna say that, you know, Nick Foles is better than Tom Brady. Okay? Um not I don't even think members of the Foles family would say that. But um but he played great and the Eagles in a lot of ways they were a lot of ways they were better, especially on defense. Yep. Absolutely. They were better than the Patriots. And I remember going into that game. I remember thinking, I said, you know, the Eagles honestly got to have a shot in this thing going into the game, and I'm like, all right. And then to Doug Peterson's credit, he coached the kind of game, looking around, going, you know what? Nobody in the world thinks we have a chance. Let's have some fun here and make it work. And they did. They were. I mean, that was one of the most. That was one of the more entertaining games. Period. Super Bowl aside, one more entertaining games, period, that I watched because of all the different things in that game. That game was fun. And the Eagles should get to the Super Bowl because they have been the best team in the NFC. Now, the problem is when it's a one and done, it's not a series. If they play a series, if they play a best of five against the Giants, the Eagles win four out of five, right? Minimum, four out of five. The problem is it's a one game deal, and guess what? That one out of five might be the day the day you're playing. That's the problem. That's why six seeds have won before. That's why the Steelers is a six seed one. That's why the the Packers is a six seed one. You've had number sixes win because when the time came, the Tumblers fell into place for them. Now I feel like I've worried you. You were worried before.
1: (laughs) I can't say I'm overly worried. I'm a little more concerned than I was, say, last week. But we also have to remember, and I think Giant fans need to remember this to some extent, too. They were very impressive yesterday. I don't want to necessarily take away what they did. But let's all remember, everybody and their brother thought the Giants would win this game as an upset which tells you about how fraudulent the Vikings had been all year and we all thought the same thing. And now we're acting like the Giants might be the this Giants team might be the greatest thing since, you know, since the no, Eli Manning days. No.
0: No, the difference is the Giants down the stretch played the way they played yesterday. The Giants had gone almost 2 years without scoring over 30 points. They've now scored 30 points in two of their last 3 games. So suddenly they're starting to get something together over the last month that they really, you know, even getting to, I mean, because, look, the Giants were stumbling down the stretch until they beat Washington. After they beat Washington, the Giants have looked like a a better team since, and part of it is they've been able to get guys back. They got McKinney back. Wow, that helped. They needed, you know, because they have a very small margin for error, the Giants but they got McKinney back they got a Dory Jackson back suddenly that margin of error expanded just a bit because now they've got two quality NFL players added back into their mix in the secondary which they're desperately going to need against Philadelphia because the Philadelphia passing game is superior Um, but the reason that people are talking up the Giants is quite simple the last month of the season the Giants have actually played really well Right? This is not the New York Giants team of October or even pre Thanksgiving. And the Giants got fortunate early. You know, to the credit of Brian Dable, on opening day, he set the tone and went for two to win at Tennessee and did. Um, for a team that needed confidence, a franchise that needed confidence, that actually did a lot for them. Um you know, they got off to a good start. In the middle of the season, the Giants weren't playing well. They just weren't playing well. But in the last month, they have played their best football. In the last month, let's be frank, the Eagles have not.
1: Yeah, no, all all that's fair. Which is why I think the Giants have do have a good chance to win the game this weekend. They, they,
0: they, they have a puncher's chance yeah. in the game against a superior opponent. The this Eagles is not going to be an easy game. I'll go back to the beginning of the show. How many guys on the Giants' offense that I say could could play for the Eagles?
1: Handful, not a whole lot.
0: I said two. Yeah. Okay, there isn't a single Giants wide receiver that could that would not only not start, but would not play for the Eagles. Right? None of them. There isn't a single Giants receiver that would be in the rotation playing for the Eagles. There isn't a tight end for the Giants that would be playing tight end for the Eagles. Now, Barkley is Barkley. Okay, so let's, you know, let's not get foolish here. Right, uh, He, Miles Sanders, okay, Barkley's Barkley. And he's
1: fully healthy finally, too, which is right. another big factor.
0: Right. Daniel Jones is not Jalen Hurts, but Daniel Jones is playing way better than he has been at any point in his career, so credit to him for that. But he's not Jalen Hurts. Hurts is better. Okay. And Thomas, the left tackle, is he's a pro, he, he got selected to the Pro Bowl, so you got to say he's, he could play for Philadelphia. Okay? All right? He got selected to the Pro Bowl. But the other nine positions the Eagles are all better at on offense than the Giants. The other nine positions, they've got the better players. Now let's flip it over to defense. The Giants' defensive front's pretty darn good. Reddick is, you know, Reddick has been tremendous. Not good. He's been tremendous this year. Sixteen sacks. But geez, how how much would you like to have Williams, Lawrence, and Thibodeau? A lot of people would like to have Williams, Lawrence, and Thibodeau. They're good. Those are good players up front for the Giants. Linebackers, no doubt. The Eagles linebackers are better. Edwards is better than any linebacker the Giants have. Not even close. Secondaries are actually, now they got McKinney and Jackson back, are actually pretty close. Not that far off, and the kickers are even. Punter's better for Philadelphia, but the uh, place kickers are even. So But... There are nine starters in the Eagles' offense that would not be displaced by any Giants player. <laughs> Let's be honest <laughs> and straightforward. <laughs> right. See, see, I'm able to go through it nonchalantly.
1: Yeah, I concur with everything you just said. You're, you're a wreck. <laughs> And the trash t- talk has already started with my family, so it's been it's been pretty f- it's been a full week already.
0: There'll be no there's no trash talk on my part.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's never between you and me. It's just me and my I, family. I, that's why.
0: I, I just have nothing to you know. Like I said, the better team is in Philadelphia. I think that they are excited and will come out and play that way. I do not expect the Eagles to be tight on Saturday. I expect them to be loose. And I expect the Eagles to come out and be very professional in what they do. I mean, very professional in what they do. The Eagles have. This has not been a. The Eagles have not been, at any point this season, an in-your-face, bragging, swagger. Team all year long. They have been very businesslike and professional in their approach. Every single. Week. That's why they're they're a very difficult team to dislike. The only thing you dislike about them is, is they're darn talented. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance on News Radio ten seventy WKOK.
1: It's 2023, and while a lot has changed, one thing you can count on is the service at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season. At Purdy Insurance, we provide you the highest level of service and coverage to protect you, your family, and your business. Make it your New Year's resolution to call us for a quote today at 570-286-5855. Go to our website at purdyinsurance.com or stop in our office at 136 Market Street in Sunbury to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.
0: Huntley no. sticks
1: the ball out. The yeah. Bengals have Go the ball. Baby. They are running it back. Oh. Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens, 40, nice. the 30, nice. the 20, yeah. the 10, the Woo. 5. Touchdown, oh,
0: it. Bengals. Woo. Did they win? <laughs>
1: yeah, I know you couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting play because you notice that uh, Trevor Lawrence did the same thing, got away with in the Jacksonville game, sticking the ball out by the goal line, which has become the tendency of, of many players. For one thing, they weren't snug up on the goal line. They were I think what, a little bit, slightly more in the yard out, so like four feet? That, no offense, that's too far out to to do that. for the most part, Huntley played a good game, but that was one of those like, I don't know. I thought they were going to give the ball to Dobbins there.
1: And he wasn't happy about it after the game.
0: Well, usually you're not when you're not playing the next week. Everybody's unhappy. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance Marcus Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, motorcycle, boat, RV, whatever it may be. They'll make sure you're fully insured, get you the best price, save you money where they can. It's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors Studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15, Elm's Wharf and online. At SunburyMotors.com. Well, Peter King put out his MVP vote today on Football Morning in America.
1: Let me guess. He went with Patrick Mahomes.
0: He went Mahomes, number one, yes. Matter of fact. Let's see. Number two on his ballot was Joe Burrow what number three on his ballot was Josh Allen (laughs) and number four was Jalen Hurts number five was Nick Bosa Uh,
1: it's fine if you want to go Mahomes but if you put anybody else above Jalen Hurts then I, I don't know what you watched this year I'm sorry
0: Burrow missed how many games doesn't
1: matter Jalen Hurts was still better in every statistical category especially if you're going to compare him to Josh Allen who turned the ball over a gazillion times this year including yesterday
0: (laughs) your voice gets so high do you think normally that would be a topic I would bring up no why did I bring it up
1: I knew where you were going with this, just to get me going. <laughs> and I'm not one uh-huh. to to uh, criticize the great <laughs> Peter King, every once in a, but everyone's, you know.
0: Doesn't mean you can't disagree with his opinion. Yeah, you're allowed to. That's what opinions are for. Everybody has them.
1: But in this case, yeah, he's he's dead wrong to put Jalen Hurts fourth.
0: So, you know. Ah. let me throw one other element in there that nobody's really talked about, and this is from a TV point of view. You know, Fox has the Super Bowl this year, correct? Yes. Which means it's Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson. You know what? I like them. I think they're they're terrific to listen to.
1: I thought Greg Olson was really good yesterday doing the Giants Vikings game. He's been good all season. Yeah. Oh yeah, to he be has been. Yeah.
0: To be honest with you, I mean, I know they've got this alleged ten-year, three hundred seventy million dollar deal with Brady. Well, Brady steps in there. Brady better be awesome. Because Greg Olson's really good. That's just my opinion. Everybody has their own. But you know what's interesting about Burkhart and Olsen? A lot of people talk about Joe Buck and they talk about Aikman, they talk about Jim Nance, they talk a lot about Tony Romo, right, Al Michaels and so forth. Nobody ever talks about those two. They've got the Super Bowl and they're really good.
1: I've always loved Kevin Burkhart. He deserves this opportunity to finally be yeah. the number one guy they're for both football.
0: Really, really
1: good. And Kevin's and Kevin Burkhart's really good doing baseball too. Yes, he is. That's how we He's got his good. start, S N Y with the Mets.
0: There was a point um, there was a point where Kevin Burkhart is trying to make it in this business. And he had to make a decision because he's looking around. And he's saying, okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm doing some things, you know, but I'm not making enough money to get by. So he's on the side, he was selling cars in a New Jersey lot. So that's what he was doing. And he finally you know, he finally gets his break, but he had to work hard to get his break. And now, to his credit, has taken great advantage of it. And sounds great. He and Olson work really well together, and those are the two guys that have the Super Bowl. And by the way, the, if the, uh, the officiating crew for the Super Bowl will come out of this weekend. So whomever grades out the highest will get the Super Bowl assignment okay as officials well, I'll say this for very quickly for Fox with Tom Brady. I think it would behoove Fox to put him in a Brady in a three-man booth. With Burkhardt and Olson. The kind of ease life in for him a little bit. That's just me.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. I think that
0: could be intriguing, actually. So just just a thought. Just a thought. Now, let's see. So what are we doing here with this Michigan State Purdue basketball game, which is on MLK days being played as we speak right now. And let's see, where are we score wise in this game? A lot of NBA scores, nobody cares. 62 61, Purdue with 25 seconds to play. Well, I think, I think Michigan State just took the lead. Good finish, Bruin, there then. 63 62, just took the lead. Matt Painter. I think Izzo called the timeout after they made the basket. Now what Purdue has done in this situation, and they need a two, which means they can obviously go into Edie for the two if they want, but they've had two other occasions this season where against Ohio State, I think, trying to see if it's, was that Hogart or Walker that hit the shot? It was a two-point shot. Yeah, that was Walker that made it. Tyson Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, the shot was too smooth to be uh, to be Hogart. Um, but they they went for a three, and Lawyer made the three against Ohio State, and then he made the three against what's the one game they lost. He made it, but it came down, and then a shot was hit, and they lost. Um, but they've gone actually outside to Forest Lawyer, and he's the one that has been put in spots to hit shots, and he's hit both the shots. Now, they're only down one here. They've got plenty of time they can go into Edie if they want to here. So you can do a lot of things. You can go with a quick hitter here. You can go uh, just run an offense and get the ball into him. And by the way, if you're wondering – Edie, who for the most part in his career has been okay at the free throw line, has been really, really good at the free throw line in the last three and a half weeks. So here's Michigan State with, you know, they got a shot. They're up one. Purdue's got the ball.
1: And doing but this without meet, Malik Hall, too.
0: Yeah. yeah Hall's, it's going to be a while for Hall. Yeah. Our buddy uh, Chris Saleri
1: tweeted earlier he was in a boot today.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be a while. Uh, and, and you know what I think about Hall. He is as good an inside-out player as there is in the country. You know, is he the best player in the country? No, but he's a re- he is as good an inside-out player. He can play with his back to the basket. He can go out, face up hit three. He's a good player. But Purdue's going to have to go 94 feet here. So 10 seconds left, huh? So lawyer into Edie, and he lays it in. Two seconds left, and they went into Mister Automatic. <laughs> wow. Let's see. He's, okay, first of all, there's two things. Number one, he's two feet from the basket. Okay. So let me let me tell you the the key on this. Okay. On this, how many dribbles did Edie take? One. Okay. When you're researching games and you're looking at tapes, you're trying to find out whatever you can information-wise. So let me tell you information-wise on Edie what – and I brought this up in the pregame show on Sunday, uh, a week ago Sunday. When Edie catches and shoots, his percentage is off the charts because that means he's right there point-blank. If he takes one dribble, his his shooting percentage is like sixty-seven percent. But if he takes two dribbles, his percentage goes down, and if he takes three, his percentage is relatively low. On that play, he took one dribble. See, yeah, that means you've got to put him if and it's hard to do because He's such a big man. You cannot get behind him and push him out. It's hard to push him out because he is so physically strong. He's not just seven four. Because remember, Manute Bol was what, seven six? Something like that. Uh, George Mirrison was seven seven, but Bull was like seven six, but Bull Bull had a relatively, I mean, he had a thin frame to him. Edie does not. And you can't use a double-arm bar because that's an automatic foul. Okay? So you can't double-arm him. You can only use one arm to push him. And that's just so hard to do with him. So he got the ball, boom, post up, one dribble, and he's two feet away. And here's the next part. At seven four with the long arms he has, he's shooting the ball down, Matt. Right? He's not trying to shoot the ball over the rim. He's shooting the ball down at the rim. He's, I mean, it's... And the under the odd part is I don't think he has any future in the NBA at all. None. That's why he's still at Purdue as a third-year player. Because the NBA game really does not include a guy like that. He doesn't run the floor well. If he... if. There's two things he doesn't do. He does not run the floor well, one. And number two, now, and which means he's not good in transition, both offensively and defensively. He's not good in transition. All right? And number two, when do you ever see him face up and shoot the ball? And the odd part about that is he's a good free-throw shooter. It's not like he can't face up and shoot. Because he's a good free-throw shooter, but he never shoots face-up jump shots. Have you noticed that? Now, it's easier for me to talk about this because, you know, I've got a lot of tape. stick out the ball into the front court, huh? Because Brandon Newman tipped it out of bounds. I mean, it's a high. I mean, there's nothing Brandon Newman could do. He's trying to keep the ball out of the hands of Hauser, I think, or somebody. I think Joey Hauser. But now they have to have, find out how much time is left. If it's point one or point two, they can't win the game, unless it's a tip in. And you're not going to tip the ball over eighty. <laughs> but if it's point nine, they can get a shot off. So Newman deflects it, goes, and it goes out of bounds right away. The question is when did it hit the floor? But see what I mean. uh, And again, I could talk about Penn State just played Purdue. So I can talk about Lawyer hitting the shots, I can talk about how they run their offense. And I could talk about Edie and how many times he dribbles, and the more he dribbles a ball, the lower his percentage goes. link Down, down, down. I feel like I've informed you, and I've kept your mind off of Saturday night. <laughs> it
1: was a nice little distraction, yes.
0: Yeah. Now, I know you're rooting for Michigan State because they were green.
1: But, I mean, that's you know, that's... that's,
0: that's... I mean, is that a reason to do that? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> They're also my high school mascot, but uh, no. Smarty. Yes. What's your What's your high school? Notre Dame in East Stroudsburg. Small Catholic East school. Sp- the,
0: the Notre Dame Spartans. Correct. So you guys aren't the Notre Dame Irish. No, we are not. My high school was the Green Raiders and we looked like the Green Bay Packers. We had the yellow helmets, and instead of a, a green G, we had a green E. We had green jerseys, yellow pants. Then in the row, we wore white jerseys with green normals. But, I mean, my high school coach was a guy named Joe Lamana whom I thought the absolute world of. I just thought the absolute world of Joe Lamana. He's obviously since passed away, and he loved Lombardi. So we dressed like Lombardi. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs>
1: not a bad guy to emulate.
0: No. All right. Should have seen the look on his face when I, when I told him I was working with Joe. Oh. That was the greatest thing going we already got along great to begin with. Then poof, that kind of went up like eight notches. <laughs> it's like really. <laughs> All right, so let's see if Michigan State can pull an upset here. Down one. What well, do they got? Point nine, something like that. And Purdue calls timeout. All right. So the good news. Let's give you the good news in this game. Everybody's out of timeouts. All right. <laughs> exactly (laughs) that you know what i think that's going to be the next thing they do i think you got to take this and reduce this down to one timeout i mean down to three timeouts total that's it um you already get an automatic four timeouts per half to begin with right how many timeouts do you need? <laughs> I mean, you In fact, a whole bunch.
1: when I was do- doing the Bucknell women's game on Saturday, close game, where the Bison unfortunately lost and they're playing um, uh, Loyola, and the coach calls back, literally back to back timeouts. Mm hmm.
0: I was like, well, you know, in the, what are you doing? You know, in the, you know, in the NFL, you can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a delay game, the, I believe. The, yeah.
0: The, the NFL, you're not allowed as a coach to call back to back timeouts. It used to be you could, then they said, no, you got to stop. Either figure it out once or you're done. All right, good news. Everybody is out of timeouts. What a relief. So now we can actually see the end in sight. <laughs> so this is what you do. You bring Caleb first in the game. At least I would. I'd put him on the ball and have Edie protect the rim. Because first is 6'10 and a half. So put him on the ball. So looks like they got Edie on the ball. Imagine seeing around that. Boom. Snaps off the three. Airball. Michigan State. Gone. Walker took the three. and Oh, wow. Good second, good second half. Good second half. You know, each team scored about, what, 35, 36 points in the second half? That's good. That's a good second half. I'm fine with that. All right? Games that are in the 20s. At halftime, you're like going, oh, man, what is going on here? That's why I was watching the Indiana-Wisconsin game. I texted Dick. I said, on Saturday, it was halftime, it 21-20. I texted one word, unwatchable. Dick texted back. He says, I fell asleep eight minutes into the game. I texted him back. I said, so did the coaches. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But on this MLK day where you desperately needed a distraction. It felt like this segment provided it. A little breakdown of Zach Eadie. A little breakdown of the game. You know? For a moment, you forgot about all your troubles Saturday night. You forgot about all of them. See? And where are you going on Friday.
1: Uh, we're going. Lisa and I are doing a day trip to uh, D.C.
0: Yeah, you'll be worthless. All right, we'll come back uh, with more in a moment. Honestly, I mean, I mean, does she really think you're going to be concentrating? Oh, look, the Washington Monument. Oh, that looks like Dexter Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance. No God! No God! No God! There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market, Okay, fun show today. Tomorrow's show will be in Madison. I was reading Peter King's column today. Uh, Steve Hartman of CBS did a great story on a fifth grade class at Glen Lake Elementary School that said, how come there isn't any playground equipment for kids with disabilities? They found out it would cost $300,000 to outfit the area. The kids raised the money themselves.